Welcome to Motherhood in the Diaspora UK. My name is Paulette. I am a nurse and a mom currently living and working in the United Kingdom. I share my journey being pregnant and traveling to the United Kingdom while being pregnant. Everything parenthood, nursing and lifestyle. So make sure you subscribe to this channel and also the podcast version is available to listen in audio form in Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor and iHeart Radio. So make sure you also um, share that to all the people you know. And something I forgot to mention about the SMP is that you will not receive full payment. You'll just receive full payment the first 13 weeks. Then the next 26 weeks, you're going to receive, I think, 90% of your full pay. Then the rest of the weeks is going to be on unpaid. So even if you have qualified for the SMP, you're not going to receive full pay for the one year. But at least you'll have something in the bank for the first, let say, six months. So um, back to maternity leave. Even if you came two weeks pregnant, you should get the full 52 weeks if that is what you want. If you want to stay at home for two weeks and go back to work, it's up to you. But if you want to take the full weeks, even if you came to the United Kingdom eight months pregnant, nine months pregnant, even if you do, <laughs> you can still get the one full year maternity leave. Okay? Regardless of how much you make um, per year, that you don't have to, I mean per week, you don't have to make the 123 a week, you don't have to. Second thing is, your partner or whoever is going to assist you, especially the father of the child, is also eligible for maternity leave, but on their side, it's two weeks. However, there is a way that you can share your maternity leave with your partner. Problem is, for him, it might end up being fully unpaid, but they can share your maternity days and maternity leaves with you, and that is something you need to discuss with your employer, okay? Unfortunately, for um, nurses who are under the spousal visa and you have been working for an agency, you might not be eligible for the full one year. It's only for those who are employed. So for the agency, you can't receive the pay. But when it comes to one full year, there might be an issue with that. But you need to discuss early with your employer as well. But remember, um, despite you being paid or unpaid, you need to at least take two to six weeks off before you return to work. And that's something that um, when they are calculating your leave, whether you want to stay for the one year or you want to go back to work immediately, they're going to make sure that you take at least two to six weeks. That's at least a little bit compulsory for all people who are pregnant. There's something called maternity discrimination in the United Kingdom. And there are so many things that can lead to that. Um, from employers, from their work colleagues, from a lot of things around you. And you, as the person carrying the pregnancy, you can call citizens' advice at any time and be given a guide and be guided on how you're going to handle the situation if you want to take it up with a lawyer and stuff. You have a right to take people to court if you have the time and the money. <laughs> But no one should discriminate you against being pregnant. You are not at any point required to inform your employer that you're pregnant. So if you're in Kenya, Zimbabwe, Uganda, whichever place, and you want to come to the United Kingdom and you're pregnant and you do not feel comfortable revealing that to your employer, so be it. I did not. 
and when i revealed it to them it wasn't a big deal they just asked me for the certificate so that they can start my maternity leave and maternity pay it's not a big deal and no one should make it a big deal for you if someone tries to maybe um um, take away your employment just because you're pregnant that's maternity discrimination especially if you're in the country and then your employer decides to sort of try and make you feel bad because you're pregnant make sure you follow it up with the right people call up the citizens advice and they'll be able to tell you you are not supposed to undergo any discrimination you are bringing in life you are doing a fantastic job as a mom the least thing you want is someone to discriminate against you you are doing great you are doing the god's work which other rights does a maternity and as a pregnant woman have you have the right to have paid antenatal appointment days what do i mean so you do not have to um go for antenatal appointment and keep on canceling antenatal appointment just because they fall on your day and um, when you're on day shifts um they should be paid. They should be part of your 37.5 hours or 40 hours or whichever hour that you've signed with the NHS or the care home. But remember, this is the NHS. This is the United Kingdom. When it comes to staffing in the hospitals, it's a little bit tricky. So you ought to be a little bit flexible as well. So if your employer can meet you halfway so that you have at least half of them paid and maybe half of them you can go during your day offs, well and good. But just make sure that if you've received your letter to attend uh, an antenatal appointment or to go for lab works or medical checkups, anything at all, maybe Lamas classes, relaxation classes, you know, all those things. If you received an appointment and the date and the day falls on um, a day that you're supposed to be in day shifts, you should just call up your employer and tell them this day I'm supposed to go to hospital. So the employer should take it as a request to maybe um, change it up and um, put it in as an antenatal appointment. They should not tell you to now add another day where you can recover those hours. It's not correct and that's discrimination. And you should take it up with citizens advice and they will tell you how to deal with such situations. Okay. And so for um, those in um, working agency and maybe your own spousal visa, you are eligible to get antenatal pay days as long as you worked for 12 weeks for the same employer. If you're on full-time agency, that is, okay? So remember, you can get antenatal day um, Your partner, uh, if you have one, is also eligible to get one to three paid appointments as well. So if your dates are, are always clashing and you're getting um, yourself, you get your... If your days are clashing and there are days that you really want some assistance while attending an appointment or you need your partner there if you have one, um, they can always request the employer to have maybe a day to take you to the, um, um, the appointment, but they should not be told to come and cover those hours later on. They should be part of the 37.5 hours, okay? So if at all you're feeling pressed um, in the employment sector you have a right to do to go to your employer and they should do a pregnancy risk assessment on you if you're feeling like you're too sickly because for me at least i had a very smooth pregnancy i worked up until i was 39 weeks never had any issues um if you feel quite sick and you're not able to do the full nursing um 
you know you maybe you're working in a very heavy ward or you're taking up very heavy patients you have a right to tell your employer to maybe take you to a place where you can sit the whole day or a place that has less duties um for example for me i was supposed to start out in the cath lab but because it has quite harsh hours and i might be exposed to some radiations they were able to take me to the ward area and that's where i settled until um to date i've not gone back to the cath lab so you um, can request your employer and if you feel like the area you're being requested to stay in you're not comfortable with you should take it up with maybe your hr as well as citizens advice i am really going heavy on citizens advice because so many people are undergoing discrimination and they do not know you have your rights baby girl you have your rights dear men and women make sure you have knowledge and ask and request politely <laughs> okay remember these things are not written on stone you can always you can always bargain with these people that's the good thing about british people you can always have a conversation with them never feel shy about talking to your employers you know they are very understanding even if they are not they are always open to have conversations with you it's not like at home where um people in management are seen as gods <laughs> here you can walk straight and have a conversation with a british person does not um does not matter whether they are the ceo or anyone you can have a conversation you might not get what you want but at least you talked it out which is quite good yeah and there is something about sick pay that i would like to um highlight on i understand there are some women who usually have quite harsh pregnancy periods there are those who vomit every time there are those who develop cardiac problems there are those who are unable to walk there are those who lose extreme weight they are not able to do anything and remember nursing job requires full physical activity for at least 12 hours or 8 to 12 hours full on activity so there are those who might require to to take um sick leave for quite a long time because pregnancy you know is uh, a long time yeah you are entitled to get sick pay from your employer however if your sickness is caused by pregnancy and you do take your sick pay and you stay at home maybe for 6 months 6 weeks whichever it might affect the amount that you receive in your smp you remember what you talked about the calculated time the qualifying period you remember and it's usually quite a number of weeks that they um they check in order for them to do your average so if you take a long time and you take your sick pay it's going to affect your smp however health over anything else if you need to take your sick offs take your sick offs do not let anyone make you feel bad just because you've arrived in the uk and you're now taking sick offs if that's what your body is saying listen to your body there's no need to work 13 hour shifts and end up in the ande every single day you are eligible to take sick leave and you will also get sick pay but remember the eligibility criteria works for sick pay as well if you are sick during your pregnancy period and it is not caused by pregnancy it's something totally unrelated to pregnancy you can get your sick pay which is called the ssp um and you can um continue to get paid and up until your 4 weeks to your due date and then start your smp and it's not going to affect it 
So once again, do not perish because of lack of knowledge. Just a request from your employer that you're not feeling well and you might take a long time. Are you eligible to take sick pay and are you eligible to take paid sick pay sick time? <laughs> Risk assessment might continue once in a while. They might do it quite often. They might send you to the occupational health if at all they feel like you might not be fit to work in that area. Remember to be very honest. These people love honesty. Don't stay there. Don't pretend. Just tell them how it is and they are going to work something out with you. If then, if they don't, make sure at least you meet in the middle. And that you can only do if you are honest and share your problems early enough. So, how much was I paid during my maternity leave? Are you ready? <laughs> Drum rolls. I was paid zero. You heard me. I was paid zero pounds and I'm still not receiving anything by the time I'm recording this video. However, I've just resigned from my previous job and I've changed jobs as well. And I, I don't know, I might receive something from them at the end of the month. I, I'm still waiting. Or they might tell me to pay them back for the costs that they underwent while bringing me to the United Kingdom. And if that's something that you want me to talk about, changing jobs and um, pay, repaying your employer and how to change jobs in the UK, comment in the comment section or meet me in the DM so that we can discuss and I can create videos on such. Okay. And so how have I survived during this whole period? Remember, I had done my research and I had asked a little bit of information from my classmates. And good thing is, by the time I was coming to the United Kingdom, I knew. I was not going to receive a dime and I knew that I was eligible to get my full pay. So from the start, I knew I would go for a full year of unpaid work. This information really determined how I lived in the United Kingdom the first one year of my life. And it needs you to be a full adult in order to understand your situation. Because I would have easily started to live the London city girl life from day one. I would have gone out, gotten my three-bedroom um, house, buying the Gucci, buying the, you know, living the Europe life that we all want to show off. But from day one, I knew I had to save at least 95% of my salary. I knew I had to live in the cheapest area that I could find. I knew that I could not afford renting during my maternity stay so we had to figure out um how my partner could start looking for a house in order for me to stay during his place but problem is i still had a job in liverpool while he is still in shrewsbury so who is going to move where we both don't have any relatives so it's not like we could decide that i was going to move to his place and he was going to move to my place those are things that we decided we were going to you know cross the bridge once we reach and i could say that so far so good however if you're asking yourself how you're going to survive during the maternity leave without pay always always ask people who have lived in here and i've just realized that there are some charities who help people and this is not considered as benefits um charity some charities are there to help um, women and pregnant women who do not have anything and sometimes they even provide free nappies free diapers um, they can even provide um, social service to you to just come and cook for you and stuff like that. And that is the kind of help that you really need 
when you are pregnant and alone in this country. So um, when it comes to affordability and everything else, I would say it's 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 manageable the first six months because, you know, at least in the United Kingdom, um, there are a lot of places that you can buy baby clothes from. But if you're the type of person who wants your baby to live the lavish life, make sure that you can afford it. You can save as much as you can. You can have um, the... You can have a comfortable maternity leave time, but you can return to work immediately. You feel you have the energy to do so. And there's also something called catching up days. If you're going to take very long um, or you're going to take the full year, you can speak to your employer so that you can go to work at least once or twice a month. You can even take maybe 10 days, who knows, <laughs> that you can go and catch up so that by the time you go back you won't feel like you've lost on a lot uh, especially for those who are career oriented and you want to feel like you want to get out of the house and maybe do something um, else different apart from mothering or there are some trainings that are going on and you'd like for it to be included talk to your employer and hear if you're eligible to get it as paid or not unpaid however if you do so many days you might end up having to go back to work because the government is going to see that you're getting paid for money that is almost the same as when you're at work because that 7.5 hours that we are contracted to is usually around 13 to 14 days in a month so if you're catching up for 12 days it's like you're at work but you're still on full maternity leave so you might be required to go back to work there are some gray areas during um on these things but I've tried my best to highlight. I'm going to link the places, um, the websites that are useful for you to do more research. And if you have any questions and if you want me to talk about any other thing during the maternity leave and the maternity pay, drop your comments and you can meet me on the DMs. I am the Paulette on Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok, everywhere. You can find me on Motherhood in the Diaspora on all social media platforms thank you for the love make sure you subscribe like and share my podcast as we'll meet in the next